Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of For What It's Nerd. Today we're discussing The Rings of Power, which released two days ago now. Um, with me, mm -hmm. I have Chloe, who is a, a good friend of mine for a lot of years. Hey, Chloe, how are you doing? Hi, hi, I'm doing very well. Thank you, and super good. excited to be here. Good. I'm really, I'm really glad to have you because we were discussing. Like, I actually had to put out kind of a call for a lot of the Rings fans this time round, right? Because I was like, I, I, I have friends who I know who like Lord of the Rings, but I don't have a distinct like that's a Lord of the Rings person. I would go to. Well, I do now because it's you. But like, but, <laughs> there you go. But like, I didn't have someone to kind of go. You know, with, with for example Marvel, I have a few people I can go right. Okay, yeah. that's a person I want to discuss this with, um, but not so much with all of the rings. So I put out a call. You you were like, "Hey, what's this about?" And I was like, "This." And you were like, "Yes." <laughs> and I, I have to say, we were just talking about this off camera before we started. But um, Chloe has been like going like nuts. Like watched the first episode twice. Watched the, <laughs> watched the second episode, then researching genealogies for this. Like I. I I just want to clarify for like I am as a Lord of the Rings fan. I like Lord of the Rings. I have not read the books. <laughs> I have not read the books. I've read passages because um, at university I I, I did uh, a course on um, like Norse mythology, and obviously the, the link over there is very important. So like um, we we looked at kind of the, um, the Hobbit a little bit, but like especially in regards to Beowulf. Anyway, I'm going off track. Um, so. Um, <laughs> um so i am not a big lord of the rings person like in terms of like i like it i will consume media around it but i haven't got fully into it yet if that makes sense but you you you've read you've read all the books right well i haven't read all <laughs> well <laughs> like i haven't read i haven't heard the entire history of middle earth there's like right 13, 13 books last I heard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> those are those are the books published by Christopher Tolkien, so Tolkien's son. After, right. after his death. So, okay. so there are a gazillion books essentially that have been right. published by Christopher Tolkien okay. over two years. Yeah. And so I've read uh, some of them, not all of them, because uh, um, I mean, when I say the the whole history of Middle Earth, there's thirteen books, and some of them are uh, poetry, like. Yeah, there's yeah, a couple yeah, of books. Yeah. There's a couple of books like the uh, the Lay of Lathian, that is the story right. of Vernon and Luthien, which is entirely written in verse. Mm -hmm. And there's like right. two versions of it because Tolkien never never actually finished it. He got okay. He got he got halfway through, decided he it wasn't good enough, so he rebooted it and, and got even less halfway through the second time. That's like, <laughs> isn't that just a perfect analogy for how we do things, though? Like, that is, like, perfect. I love that. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> but, yeah, so, you, so, like I said, yes. Yeah, so so I, have not read, I have not read all the books. I have read quite a few of the books. Right. And so you're, 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 yeah, yeah, you're, you're decent. So you, you're, you're a lot more read up than me. That, that's just what I want to confirm ahead of going into this. <laughs> because like, I, I need, basically, I need someone to sort of not handhold me. That's a bit extreme. Like I know what, like, for example, the Rings of Power, I, I read, watched the two episodes. I know what was going on. Right. But I think <laughs> one thing that I think was anomalous within the episodes actually was like, Obviously, no one's going to shout, hey, we're like, you know, 500 years before this thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like it was very like, time was very 
not addressed, mm. if that makes sense. Like, um, like you get the beginning part uh, in episode one where you've got the discussion about Morgoth and they're, they're dealing with Morgoth. Mm. And that's kind of, but that was kind of relatively quickly brushed over. I get why, because you can't sit there for a whole episode kind of discussing just like, you know, oh, hey, this is the history. And they don't have the rights to it, actually. Oh, right. So, so for, I'm so don't uh, don't necessarily quote me on this because this is just from uh -huh. what I hear say. I haven't looked yeah, into it yeah. in detail, but apparently, Amazon has the rights to the Lord of the Rings, so the trilogy, right. the Hobbit, uh -huh. and the appendixes, to, and the appendixes to these books. They do not have the rights oh. to the Silmarillion. Right. So the Silmarillion being yeah, the Silmarillion That's... being the uh, the essentially like the the Bible equivalent of the Tolkien. The, the, the kind so, of world building, building book, right? Is, the, is that, the kind is of world building book. Yeah. They do not have the rights to that. They do not have the rights right. to the histories of Middle Earth. Right. So, so that's kind of why so they've had to. Right. So they've had to summarize a lot, and they're not, so they can't actually go into much detail. Right. See, see think, that's, that's, that's good that, to know. Yeah. And I and I think that considering considering this little bit of information, they actually did a pretty remarkable job. Right. Of summarizing yeah, yeah. the first of summarizing the first yeah. age and touching on like the the big touchstone. So you see Valinor, you see the two trees, you see the yeah. Uh, so they're, I think they're allowed to tell you that uh, Morgoth uh, destroyed the, the, the two trees, but they can't tell you that it was actually an ally of Morgoth, the spider Ungoliant, who went and poisoned the two trees. So they can tell yeah, you it was Morgoth, they the can't details. tell you the details that actually yeah. Morgoth had a friend of his to get, yeah. I mean, a friend of his. I, mean, I think to be, I think, I, I think, yeah, no, I know what you mean, mm -hmm. but I think what, what it, it, you know, with mm -hmm. that information in mind, like looking at it again, like trying to, you mm -hmm. know, I think they did do a good job of like kind of just getting people into it. I think just for someone like me, I was mm -hmm. like, I was like, oh, you know, where exactly are we? You know what I mean? I, just a little bit more than maybe yeah. the, the typical audience viewer would be. Mm -hmm. But with that in mind, I can't really fault it at that point. They did a really good job of setting it up if they have that kind of, they could only use, like you say, the, the like the appendices of the and, of the books. And even and even from my point of view, I think they did a good job because right. like in mm -hmm. the they summarized they summarized maybe three thousand years of history in five minutes. And they Fair. still managed to hit <laughs> and they still managed and they still managed to hit like they showed Valinor, which yay, they showed the yeah. they showed the It trees, looked gorgeous, which, by the way. And then they showed that scene where it's it's such a tiny detail, you see it for like a fraction of a second, but they show right. that scene where you have all the elves drawing their swords. And in my yes. head, I'm like, oh my god, that is the oath of Fëanor. And it's, right. uh, I mean, the characters the characters are not right, because uh, Finrod wouldn't have been there, Galadriel's brother, he wouldn't have been in this scene. Right. But just the visual of all the elves drawing their swords, even the, even the angle of the camera is reminiscent of like a few very well-known artworks like fan, fan arts right okay wow so just seeing that seeing that on screen that moment they're all doing their stuff like ah! it was, it, it was very fan. it was very like um it's absolutely iconic they yeah, nailed the yeah. visual they I, I absolutely think, uh, nailed the visual yeah, and I, but yeah. I think that's 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 true of like both of these episodes. To be honest, like mm -hmm. just as a kind of quick overview of that, like the visual. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, stunning. Like when, there's, there's a lot of cityscapes, like panning in this, mm -hmm. isn't there? You, you know, you pan across a lot of cities. Yeah. You've got, like you say, uh, Valinor, and you've got um, mm -hmm. Lind. Is it Linden? Mm -hmm. The yeah, the, the whole. Got, uh, and then you've yeah. got the craft, the, the crafter city. I, I forget what it's called exactly. I, <laughs> I'm an embarrassment uh, to my 
title of expert guest, whatever, because I also forget the name. There's a gazillion names in Tolkien. There Sometimes is. people have gazillion names, and yeah. I am bad with names. Well, yes. The, 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 yeah, so the, the, like the uh, city where um, where Serem Serem Brimbor person. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. where he was. Um, but then also yes. Doom as well, which looked mm -hmm. amazing. Like, and what I think is great about this, I, I think the CGI was very top notch. Like when mm -hmm. you were watching, I. I so those cityscapes felt very believable. Like, it, for example, if you watch something like Thor Ragnarok, for example, mm -hmm. or Thor, just generally, mm -hmm. like, yes, yes, does does Asgard look great? Yes, but you can tell it's CGI. And I'm not saying that yeah. you can't, you can, I'm not saying that you can, can, can't tell that this is CGI because you know it's CGI mm -hmm. in this. But I think just the way it's done allows you to forget for just a second that it's CGI and then you kind of remember. But it's like, it works. It's beautiful. Yeah. It, it works for the cities. There's, there was one or two points where I thought, I mean, the CGI is amazing, but there was one or two points here and there where I thought it's, it's too big. Right. For example, that scene, that scene in the very beginning of episode one, where you see the elves uh, along with Galadriel climbing, climbing that uh, that wall of ice. Yes. Uh -huh. Right. Uh -huh. Too yeah. big. Too big. Yeah. Essentially, you, you see the camera pan in, and when I finally saw the size of the people, of the elves, compared yeah. to the size of the place. I mean, there was a fraction of a second where like, oh my god, it's huge, and then it threw me off because it was too huge. Like, the perspective yeah. shift was... Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think in that, like, in that, that spot was just a tiny bit too much. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, otherwise, it's 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 pretty glorious. Yeah, it, I, and I I think I think just the colors were so vibrant as well, right? Like I think you look <laughs> like it's like anytime there was water, and that sounds very weird to say, but anytime there was water, it just looked absolutely amazing. Like just all this kind of wow. It does it does that scene that scene in uh, episode two in during strongholds with the yes. where they're just sat at sat at dinner and there's a reflection from the water oh my god that was yeah like looks absolutely amazing <laughs> oh god there's there's so many points in this uh, in these two episodes where i wanted to pause and like draw it yes i have to be ready for the podcast ah! <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but no it, it was great and um I think costume design was also because you know sometimes with costume design you get like mm. kind of a cheap imitation. Mm. But I think if you when you're looking at the elf elf armor and like not just because well, it's not just one, there's a million different types of elf yes. armors in this. But like then even the dwarf helmets, they looked amazing, <laughs> like actually really great. And I was mm. very, I was very like I was very interested in like is it Aaron Deer, the guy who's in in the Southlands mm -hmm. with Bronwyn? That's yes. right, isn't it? Yeah, but his chest yes, piece—the yes. one with the like—it it looked like an end to me. Is that is that right or is that wrong? Looks, I'm not, I'm not actually quite sure. It it looks like a, it looks like tooled leather of some sort. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I could recognize what was on the armor. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of. I was I, I was arguing with a friend earlier this morning. That apparently, apparently, our own dears. Mm. I love the start of that. I was arguing with a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Look, um, I was just hanging out in one of the Discord voice chats, and right. uh, someone popped in that I knew had seen the episodes, and so right. of had a discussion. Had to had to nerd out about it, so you know. Well, it's good because the thing yeah. is, then you've come in with another perspective, which is brilliant. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. See, I, I did my homework. <laughs> 
<laughs> but carry on, sorry, carry on. <laughs> yes, apparently around there is a wood elf, not a not a high elf. I'm, I'm not oh. actually sure about that. It's, I mean, elf, elf, elven politics. It's uh, it gets uh, it, yeah, elves. It, it gets complicated. Elves. But I was. Uh, yeah. But I mean, I, when I'm trying to figure out who's represented on his armor, it yeah. might it might be relevant, you know. But uh, I'm actually yeah. have no idea. So. <laughs> But that's okay. I mean, I've had very Lord of the Rings in general, right? I think a lot of us go, yeah. I mean, for, for me at least, I, I, I'm like, hey, I, that person connects to that, but really, I don't know what's happening here. Um, but no, I, I, I mean, um, the one scene that I thought looked really nice, both armor-wise and visual-wise, was the um, was when Gilgalad, Gil is that right? Gilgalad is the High King. Yeah, the High King. Yeah, yeah. Yes. When he's yeah. cr like giving all the um, the wreaths mm. to the to yes. the elves, that looked mm. stunning. Like their armor, his 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 robes, like uh, Elrond, like it all looked pristine, mm. like very well done. And it was very, it was very like, oh wow! Um, but like, not I, pristine, I, but not so pristine that it looks fake because it's it's yes. been a couple of yeah. Couple of fantasy shows we've had over the past uh, over the past year. Mm -hmm. There's been uh, like in the Wheel of Time show at one point there was a complaint right. that the costumes looked too clean, too too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't it needs to look like yeah. yeah, yeah. It needs to look slightly lived in because I mean these are literally. I mean yes, it might be ceremonial armor, but ceremonial mm -hmm. armor isn't sterile. You know, it's not. It's no, not. It, it doesn't just sit there in perpetuity doing mm -hmm. nothing. Like it, it moves mm -hmm. and it, it has like some kind of. You might you might have like a few nicks here and there or something like that, yeah. just to kind of give a sense of. But no, it was really mm -hmm. well done. Um, you know, one thing. Uh, sorry, one thing no, that was absolutely impressive. That is, it's 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 maybe it's it's such a small detail, but on on the topic of the costumes, I think they worked some actual magic. In making uh -huh. Galadriel look so good in what is essentially a nitro. There are so many scenes. Yes! Yes! Even when she, like in the very beginning, when, with the young child actress. Yes. And later yeah. on, I mean, there are, there, are a few, there are a few points throughout the thing where Galadriel is, is wearing what is essentially like a nitro or a potato sack. Yeah. It's literally just and nothing. And she looks absolutely glorious in it. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. know. Sometimes, sometimes it's the lights from behind her, and there's just yeah. tiny transparency yeah. in the outfits. Mm -hmm. so, so, so there's that there's that see-through quality to it, but it's yeah. I mean, it's not indecent or anyway. In any no, no, no. It's very um. It's, it's 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 ethereal in a way. And yeah. that thing is like a nightrobe. How does she look so good in a nightrobe? Yeah. So. But actually, that yeah. do you know what? It's funny you're saying that because I thought one of the most visually stunning mm -hmm. or like interesting scenes was when they were removing yeah. the armor, like the very, very, um, yes. very, I like it was very, what's the word? Um, mm -hmm. metaphorical, obviously, for them going back to, to Valinor, mm -hmm. right? But like mm -hmm. the re removal of it was very, like, you felt like you just intruded on a ritual almost, like it was very, like the, the, the tension Absolutely. was right. And it was re and especially when um, Galadriel kind of almost interrupts that when she keeps hold of her her, her like dagger. Yeah, like ah, not let go. No, no. But you know, so it's really good. It was really good. You I feel, really. You feel there's a ceremonial. You feel the ceremonial. Yeah. It's a ritual, and you also feel that Galadriel is not in it. Yes. Yeah. You feel the tension. You feel like... the awkwardness. But she's trying to as well, which is very interesting. Like she's, she's really trying she's to trying do what Elrond's to... asked her to do. But she's like, 
I can't. I can't. Sorry, guys. And she's. But like, what what I did like, and one thing I one gripe, not gripe, but one concern I did have at the end of episode one, going into episode yeah. two, kind of whilst we're on that, is that like when she jumped off the boat, I was like, oh, she's just going to end up on land at the beginning of the second episode. I really <laughs> thought it was just going to be like, oh, you know, something that they cut away from, right? Because like. I mean, Shorts have done that before. Shorts have just been like, and this happened. Um, but the fact that they then took the second episode to literally just have her at sea for a whole episode, that was very bold of a move. Because It's very bold and it's also interesting because I think, of course I, I could be wrong, but yeah. I think she's going to end up in Numenor. Right. Which is, which is this, uh, I mean, when you, when you look at the map, mm -hmm. it's, it's a whole. I mean, she can't swim this. Yeah. Like this, this, this is this yeah. whole thing. We're talking about we're talking about the distance that that is almost like Europe to the US. Yes. Like, right. Yeah. There's a there's a whole yeah. there's a whole entire ocean. There's a whole entire ocean right here. Like it's not it's not a small swim. Yeah. But uh, somewhere in the middle of that, there's the huge island of Numenor. Right. And so geographically, it would make sense. Yeah. That's the like at the, at the very end of the second episode. You see that she's going to get picked up. Yeah. And I think that might be the Numenorians, but I'm not actually sure about that because again, they don't have the rights. Yeah. So like yeah, geographically, it, geographically, it would make, make sense. Yeah. For for her to be picked up by a Numenorian ship. Mm -hmm. But I have no idea what what role uh, Numenor is going to play in the series. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so, the thing, isn't it? It's like uh, you say, it's it's very hard. If if you suddenly haven't got the rights to half of the, 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 the universe, it's like very hard to do certain things with that. So it'll definitely be a kind I mean, of a situation of like... Oh. They've already casted... They, I think they already cast a few of the Numenorean kings, I think. Right. Well, yeah, that's interesting, I then. Done, I've not done my homework in terms of, like, the actual show and the casting. <laughs> and and everything, but again, I mean, my homework... Do, do you yeah, know what the funny thing is, though? Is that I did no homework. <laughs> I did no homework. <laughs> I am coming in here. Essentially, I've watched the two episodes. I've watched the two yeah. episodes. I have watched Lord of the Rings previously. <laughs> and I have watched <laughs> The Hobbit previously. Like, I've watched those. Yeah. I have I, I actually had a I few... Have, I have not. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> ridiculous. No, yes. no, I get it. Let's <laughs> but um so like one thing that i found in, in like interesting that a few people were saying and this is what um could kind of continue on from that is that galadriel's story and this is very different to how the she had been portrayed in the books prior right so this yes. is a very different take on galadriel do you like that or do you dislike it i don't mind it right i guess i'm not I'm warming up to it. Like, there, uh -huh. there's nothing about this. There's there's nothing about this that shocks me in the sense like ah no I don't like this. No, it's right. It, it's kind right? of it's, it's just fine. different. Yeah. It's fine. It's 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 a bit it's different. It's fine. I don't. I certainly don't mind seeing a female character being put uh, being put forward. Agree. Because yeah. I mean, I love I love Tolkien. We, yes. People here watching this thing are going to love Tolkien. So yeah. We all love Agreed. Tolkien, but, yeah. But dude, dude was from a century ago. Like, yeah, yeah, and, and, and there, there was, there was like five female characters in his books in ba total. Basically, there's like five, exactly. <laughs> so if you if you don't have the rights, if you don't have the rights to the Silmarillion, and you can't tell the yeah. story of Luthien being an absolute total badass, pardon my French, <laughs> then you kind of have, then you kind of have to. 
Right. Yeah, you have to so do something putting, else. Them, yeah. putting Galadriel, them putting Galadriel forward, I like it. Yeah. Uh, her being a warrior, like an actual physical, like yes. sword wielding, sword wielding, armor wearing, yeah. uh, snorting warrior. I can get behind that. It's a, yeah. it's a younger version. It's a younger version of well, that's the thing. So yeah. It, it, it can this... work. It's still got Galadriel in it, though, hasn't it? Like, when you, like, for example, if you watch the Lord, I mean, obviously, again, I've only watched the Lord of the Rings movies, yeah. so I have to pull from that. But mm -hmm. when I watch Kate Blanchett play um, Galadriel, mm -hmm. I, and now I watch um, this actress, sadly, I don't know her name, yikes. Um, um, I, I see, even in terms of the casting, similarities. Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. they, and the kind of like, even when she, even when she's like determined and like kind of frustrated, she's not. Mm -hmm. She's still got that majesty about her. If you know what I mean, and I think that's mm -hmm. that what that's what sells me as it's still being Galadriel, mm -hmm. despite her being a, mm -hmm. like a, a sword wielding badass. To pardon my French. <laughs> <laughs> you you were going to say something there though, because you got really excited. So tell me what you were going to say. No. It's a tangent. It's less about the okay, idea. Go, 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 go. There was there's a couple of moments. There there's a couple of moments that I really really liked. Uh -huh. uh, seeing that seeing Galadriel interact with her uh, with her squad, her team, her, uh, yes. her men. Yeah. Essentially, there's a there's a couple of moments where you, where you see the tension and you and you and you have a feeling that something's going to get ugly, like. Yeah. When they are in the when, when they are walking in a blizzard and someone at the tail end of the group yes. can't walk anymore and you see her like see yeah. her turning and march towards them and you're like, yeah. okay, someone's going to get but what she does is take off her cloak and wrap yes. the person. Yeah. So there's that moment and there's also the moment later on after the fight with the troll mm -hmm. where her second draws up his sword. And yeah. there's another moment, and there's another moment where you where you have this feeling of like, oh damn, this is going to get Aldi. Yeah. Because they're refusing because they're refusing to go further on. Yeah. It's like there's an actual sword being drawn, and suddenly there yeah. are more swords being drawn. Yeah. But then what they do is just they just they they lay the swords down. Yeah. And those two moments just gave me the impression that the elves are so civilized in a way. Yes. That's yeah. Even when they're frustrated I mean, with something, they're doing it in such a way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Even like there's another there's another part where you're right as well. Galadriel when she wants to she almost wants to refuse the wreath again. She's like got this moment of like, and then she like she does it eventually like for for like civility and for for for, for like um tradition's sake etc. She just kind of she accepts it right. Yeah. But like so I, I agree. They did a very good job of selling the elves as elves. And I think a lot of a lot of fantasy doesn't do that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of mm -hmm. fantasy just goes, hey, they have pointy ears, and then they just act like anyone else. And it's like, mm -hmm. elves need to be different. Like, elves are meant to be this kind of, like, regal, like, you know, not always, but, like, for, for a large part, always, they're meant to be, is, like, yeah. they're meant to be different. And I, I think they very much sold the elves as not other in a sense of, like, totally other. Mm -hmm. But as other enough to be like, okay, we're go we're in a different yeah. place right now. And I think they managed to nail. I mean, that's that's again, that's something that's a bit difficult maybe to get right because when you have, because again, they don't have the rights to the, to the whole thing. Yes. Because when you read yeah. when you when you read the Silmarillion, the first uh -huh. age, the elves are absolute savages. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying this, but I mean, I mean, they're savages not in the sense of 
uh, not in the sense of uh, not barbarism. No, no, but not barbarism. But I mean, there are assholes again. Yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, Feanor, Feanor, who is the uh, the the most the most crafty craftsman that has ever crafted. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hear. Um, you hear his great grandson mention him like, "What have I achieved?" Feanor almost managed to yes, turn Morgoth. Yeah. So Feanor was an absolutely horrible person. He <laughs> <laughs> was. He was. Just the way you <laughs> said it, though. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not actually sure what level of profanity you have on your on, well, on your YouTube I, channel, I, I, and I tend, and I, and I tend to be, and I tend to swear a lot. So, like, I'm, I'm trying right here. No. no, don't worry about it. Really, like so. I, 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 I mean, if you've, uh, for those unaware, I have a, I have a gaming channel. And I have this podcast yeah. channel. My gaming channel. If you watch a video, if you watch any of those videos within the first thirty seconds, I will have sworn at least ten times. <laughs> Maybe exaggeration, right. but but All I right, am so. fine with it. So go ahead, say he's an asshat. Say he's okay. a, he's a, he's a, okay. a this, he's a that. Do it. Fianor, go ahead. Fianor is a fucking. Fianor. Fianor is a fucking asshole. It's he is he. I mean, literally the first time, the first time that elves draw swords against other elves, it's Fianor's fault. Like, right, dude, okay. he's dude that type did of guy. a few. Yeah. yeah, he's that type of guy. Dude did, did a few very, very, very shitty things. Mm-hmm. Like he, right. he, when when his precious jewels, the similarities were stolen, and he decided to go after Morgoth. Uh-huh. He he needed chips. He didn't have chips. He needed right. ships, and there was a faction of elves that had ships. And when he wanted them, the elves said, "Yeah, no, we're not giving you ships. Just, I mean, these are our ships." Yeah, yeah. So, so he attacked them and killed oh. a lot of them. Oh. <laughs> and took the ships, traveled, traveled to the uh, traveled to Middle Earth, uh-huh. and then when he was when. Uh, when uh, his family was like, okay, so now we can send the ships to get the rest of our, our like, to get like the, the cousins and the, and the uncles, right. etc., yeah. who had their own armies who were, who were about to join. And Fenor was like, no, fuck them. So he burned the ships. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? Why? Dude oh. was an absolute asshole. Dude was sure yeah. that. Good was absolutely sure that he was gonna he, he was gonna get uh, get this thing done. He was it was it was gonna be a quick thing, you know. So he didn't need anyone. He just he just needed himself and his seven sons. Which, by the way, <laughs> which by the way, I mean, when I said like the oath of Fëanor at the beginning, the drawing of the yeah. swords, it was Fëanor, Fëanor and his seven sons who swore an oath to uh, I don't remember the exact phrasing, but they basically not no rest until they had recovered the Silmarils from anyone right. that held them, be that Morgoth or anyone else. Right. Okay. And so Feanor, as soon as they arrived to Middle-earth, he burned the ships, he went after Morgoth, and he basically immediately got himself killed. And then he left his seven sons to continue the war that he started <laughs> for the next several <laughs> centuries. Ah! Oh, what an asshole! All of this, he, he was, he was. I mean, dude was the absolute craftiest, most yeah. magnificent craftsman to have ever magnificent in yeah. any way. The guy was a genius, but he was yeah. also a moron and an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Which That's is, brilliant. Uh, I mean, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. And You've so, got to have characters like that yeah, sometimes, though. 
so the first the first kin slaying was Fëanor's fault, right. like literally Fëanor Fëanor being an idiot. Uh-huh. And then afterwards, like centuries later, when the elves eventually recovered the Silmarils, it wasn't the sons yeah. of Fëanor who recovered them. <laughs> and so, because of, because of the oath that they swore, that they swore uh-huh. in front of the mightiest powers, again, they couldn't not follow their oath. So there was a second king slaying, and then a third king slaying. Oh. So, you know, yeah, the elves... I do think, though, it's funny you say that. Yeah. I do think, even despite, obviously, like I say, they can't use that. I do think there's an inspiration of that in Galadriel's character. It's not about, oh, it's not about the Silmarils, is it? Yeah. No, it's not about, it's not about the Silmarils anymore, but Galadriel was part of it. Galadriel was part of the Kinslay. Right. Sort of. I mean, I mean, it's all, she, she's, she's, uh, she's like a cousin or something to Feanor and his, uh, right. and, uh okay. and his kids. So I think, I think she didn't actually kill anyone. In the in the first kiss thing, just because she arrived late, essentially. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys, I didn't kill anyone. I was late. <laughs> no, but look, there was there, there were there were faction of elves, and like Fëanor and his sons started it. Right. And then the second host, the, the second host of the elves, so Fëanor's cousins, they arrived there, and they saw that people were already fighting, and they yeah. didn't stop and ask questions to ask like who just started, started slashing. They saw that their cousins were getting attacked, so they started slashing, you know? <laughs> exactly. That's brilliant. I love it. So, um, but, but yeah, so but I, I, think, I, very, I think... Yeah. yeah. Something, no, something they did right, I think, was that... The, the feeling I get is that this is the Second Age. It's... Mm, uh, yeah. All of the, the kinslayings and whatnot happened during the First Age, and there was a lot of strife and a lot of pain and a lot of... Yeah. And a lot of drama and just a lot of yeah. tragedy around it. But by the Second Age, most of Pharaoh's sons are gone. Mm-hmm. Fëanor himself is long dead. The Silmarils yeah. have been recovered or irrevocably lost. Yeah. And, but the elves are still carrying the all of that tragedy. Yes. Because, because they won the war. Eventually, they had help, but they eventually won the war against Morgoth. But cost how much did that cost them? You know. Yeah. And there's yeah. still there are hints of that savagery. They are capable of a lot of violence. And a lot yeah. Of, I mean, they can they can do a lot of damage. These elves. Yeah. But also, I think that they have, they also don't want to. And this is the impression that I got yeah. from Galadriel and her men. There's the potential, you feel the tension, you, you feel that potential for violence, but you also feel the restraint. And I think the restraint mm-hmm. can be said to be like, can be a result of all of that strife. Yeah. They don't, they don't yeah. want to do this again. Yeah. Yeah. And but that, thing, that was, and that yeah. was really and I think, I think that's, it's almost kind of like, Obviously, with that context, like taking that in and looking at this mm-hmm. through that light now, I, I it's almost kind of like Galadriel's the mm-hmm. one that's kind of trying to force, not force them back mm-hmm. into that. But it's what Gilgalad actually says. He says something about this. He mm-hmm. says, you know, the fact she might fan the flames. You know, the same wind that can yeah. um, can mm-hmm. extinguish a flame mm-hmm. can reignite it. And I think that's very like that. That's obviously they can't say it, but that's very much that, mm-hmm. isn't it? I think it's it's a reference to. Mm-hmm. what's come before now that you say that it seems almost yeah. obvious to me um but that's that's very interesting i mean g- g- I, I i had kind of thought why is like because mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean obviously everyone denies mm-hmm. i mean especially in the the, the, mm-hmm. the kind of the world that we have today everyone denies that there's actually a problem if you, if they can right but i, mm-hmm. I did wonder why Gilgalai was so ready to like just deny it like he seemed very mm-hmm. like but i mean if if you think about it right y- your people have been at war for centuries you know and and you, you can finally decree peace like you you're gonna mm-hmm. want to right even if it is for a bit like mm-hmm. I, I i think you would like i think anyone would mm-hmm. 
And there's also something you might something you might consider when you when you're looking at the elves and their interactions with each other is how old each of them is because it's yeah, not well, it's not always true. obvious when you look at them it's not always obvious when you look at them but yeah. Gadriel is actually a lot Gadriel is actually a lot older than Gilgalad. Right. He's either her nephew or her grandnephew, depending on the version, depending on the version, because Tolkien rewrote a few things. Right. Yeah. But so he is uh, quite a bit younger than her, and he wow. might. Okay, I, I'm not actually sure about that bit, but I think he might have been born uh, in Middle Earth, whereas Galadriel, right. Galadriel was born in Valinor. So Galadriel, yes. when she tells you, when she tells you, uh, like when. When Elrond is talking about the light of the trees and just yeah. like the f about sailing into the west and feeling the light, and Galadriel tells you, "That's all I ever knew when I was a child." She was there. She saw the trees. Yeah. Uh, in the Silmarillion, in, in in general, in Tolkien's writing, there's always this a strong distinction that is made between the people who were in Valinor during the time of the trees, so literally before the sun and the moon. Like Galadriel yeah. is literally older than the sun and moon, which is. <laughs> Whatever. There's this distinction being made between the people who were there, who saw yeah. the trees, and who that like, basically carried that memory for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And the people who were born after, or who were or who were born on Middle Earth and who never traveled to Valinor. Yeah. And who never saw the trees. Yeah. So you have this distinction. And by the time of the Second Age, I think Galatriel is one of the very few remaining. Right. But basically, they they all they either they all died during the First Age. Uh -huh. Or the few that didn't die went back to Valinor. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. She's the one of the few that are still around in Middle Earth. So, yeah. yeah, so she's one of the few that's still, that's still around. And she's one of the few by that point. I mean, I don't think uh, Gil-Galad actually fought all that much in the first stage. Right, okay. So, so he's very, like, shielded from it, really. He, he might be, he might be actually, uh, I, I might be talking, uh, I, I might be... Uh, I'm not talking, talking all your ass. <laughs> I'm not actually very sure about when Gilgad was born and how old yeah. he is, but he's actually, yeah. but he's definitely younger than she is. Right. He's okay. Well, that's interesting. Well, that, that makes more sense though, because I think I mm. think it even it adds even more context yeah. to it. Because you think, <laughs> like, if he doesn't doesn't isn't mm. aware of these certain things or isn't as you know, Galadriel talk. I mean, it, when she's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's a different conversation with a different person, but it, it makes the more sense to kind of compare mm -hmm. it to when Galadriel's talking to that. Um, oh, what was his name? Mm -hmm. The guy on the boat, the the, the human. I forget his name. Halbrand yes. or something yeah. like that. Um, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So he, she says to him, mm -hmm. "I like in my life, I've seen more people die than you could take." I'm sorry, I've seen more. I've. I could recite more names to you than would it take you to live. That's how many people I know that have died. And I think that's a very yes. good analogy of like just the situation in general. She's dealt with so much compared to she a is. lot of people around and, her. And so and that kind of though, drives her. Though, absolutely. But even though, even though she seems a lot younger and we see, and she's a young Galadriel compared to the Galadriel we saw in the movie. Yes. She's still, she's still old as the stones. Yeah. She is, she yeah. is old. She's seen stuff. Well, yeah. Well, the comparison is, uh... from Galadriel in this to Galadriel in the movies is actually probably lesser than Galadriel from to, to Galadriel from being born, uh, right? Not necessarily. No. Right. Okay. I think no. No. I, like I think we're seeing her like still in the first half of her life. Right. Ish. Okay. Okay. But it's it's a very 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 it, long yeah. life. Very very long long like life. Like like to, to get you to get to, like to get to get you another measure of how old she is. Galadriel has a grandfather, 
Right. She doesn't have a great grandfather. Like her grandfather was literally the first elf. Oh, that's brilliant. She is, she is that old. Gosh. So, so yeah. And so when, and, and, and so effectively when Gilgalad said she might find the flames, he's talking about someone who has been through all of the wars of the first age, but also the several, the several kinslayings. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and she is one of the few, like all the, all the Feanor's sons, who were the worst? Who, who, who were the worst of it because of the because of the oaks? Yeah. So all of Feanor's sons are gone by then. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. One tiny detail. One of them actually raised the uh, Elrond. Right. After Interesting. They the <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The elves are pretty not, pretty out there. Not, okay, not, <laughs> kill, not killed. Okay, they didn't kill his parents, if I remember correctly. They drove his parents off, but the way they drove them off, they couldn't come back. He right. had, uh, yeah, he had a third brother. I mean, he had two brothers. One is twin. Right. And I think the third brother was killed. Right. Gosh. But eventually, yeah. But uh, yeah. So, so for people, sons... for people who are undying, I mean, I know they can die by yeah. like you know injury, unnatural yeah. causes. For people who are undying, they die a lot. Like I say, I, I know it's had... the idea of they they live for as long as and then and then you know. Yeah, they die but, like, a lot, but still. they they die, they die a lot by each other as well. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. But anyway, all of this, all of this to say that Galadriel is one of the few that remains that was there throughout all of the entire yeah. First Age and through the several kinslayings yeah. as well. Yeah. Like it's her so, family, it's her family, yeah. it's her ancestors, it's her, it's her cousins, her brothers, etc. That did all of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Finrod, so it's, it's, Finrod it's still, was an absolute sweetheart, yeah. but still. Yeah. But like, yeah. It, it, so it, it means that even though <laughs> centuries have passed or whatever, these mm-hmm. are very close deaths to her. You know, you know what I mean? Like, like you're saying, these or, are or, or, or like, yes. or like tragedies, etc. And I don't think, and I don't think she's an innocent in them. Like she, no, probably not. The first kinslaying, the first kinslaying, she didn't think. Ah, actually, okay, now I remember. The first kinslaying, she took, she took parts on the other side. Right. So Galadriel, so you have this, so you have several families of high elves, families, right. several people. Yes. So you have the Noldor, the Noldor who are the high elves in Middle Earth, who are the craftsmen. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. So Fëanor's people, but Fëanor also had two half brothers, Fingolfin and Finarfin. Right. Who and so these are the Noldor. So they're one right. uh, one nation of high elves. Uh-huh. But you had another nation, the Teleri, and those are right. the ones who made the ships. Right. And Gadriel's mother was a Teleri. Right. And her, her father was an Oldor, so she, she was she was considered an, uh, she, so, so she was considered an Oldor, but her mother was Teleri. Right. And actually, during the first kinslaying, which was uh, Feanor and the Oldor attacking uh-huh. the Teleri for their ships, yeah. Gadriel actually took part, but she picked up her sword. And actually, I think that's a mention of her in the books with the sword. I will mean, check that, but I think like that's actually a mention of her in the books with an actual sword. Yeah, but she fought. But she fought for the Teleri against against her. Right, family. against against the Noldor. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't have I don't have my hard copy version of the. Don't, don't the worry. I think I think it's, we can go it's, just maybe off slightly off here, say, considering. Yeah. Let's just put it this way, right? We're doing we're talking about on a podcast yeah. about True. about okay. about a show that is derivative of a movie that is derivative of a book. I think we're okay to be slightly off kilter. I oh, think okay. just I, just I, slightly. I get, I get into I get into the details. Okay? No, it's okay. That's not me. That's not me that's not me complaining that's not anything like that i'm just saying you are okay if he's slightly wrong <laughs> it's okay all um, right but yeah but i mean even if she took part on the right side she still took part yeah. in, in the kinslaying like in, the, in the thing itself yes the kinslaying yeah. like uh, nobody had ever no elf had ever like took up a weapon against another elf that was the first yeah. time literally yeah so so, so yeah lot, i mean Gilgalad has good reasons Gilgalad has good reasons to be a bit wary of her yeah 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 especially because like i mean even within the show itself it's built in and she's not listening to him she's like fuck you gilgalad i'm gonna go and keep doing what i'm doing and, he, yeah. and like he's pretty gracious about that considering like he doesn't give her any kind of censure like he doesn't really he just says you're not going back out sorry like that's not and even 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 frames that is a prize because she's going back to valinor yeah. as far as he's concerned um, but no, so I'm, I mean, I think we've kind of, I think we've kind of discussed Galadriel a good bit there. What do you think of the Elrond slash Durin stuff? What do you think of that? I think that was quite interesting. It was, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. Elrond, Elrond's actor, which, uh, yeah. whose name I should know, but Elrond's actor is absolutely I amazing. Them. The guy is so absolutely expressive. Yes. Like yeah. he has... And you can really see Elrond, the politician, Elrond, the, the yes. envoy, Elrond, the negotiator, and the, yeah, and Elrond, Elrond, the wordsmith. Yeah. I mean, you see him. You see him writing Gilgalad's speech, and I was like, <laughs> 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 he wrote. He wrote Gilgalad's speech, like during the. Did you catch that? No. What? What? When you first see when you first see Elrond in the in episode one. Right. He's uh he's sat in a tree and he's writing something. Right, yes, yeah, 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 he's, yeah, yeah. He's actually writing he's actually writing the speech that Gilgalad gave during the ceremony. That was everyone writing it. Hey, that's great. I didn't realize that. No, yeah. I thought he was just like writing any old crap that wasn't relevant, like no, no, no. But he did give he it was, off to someone writing... though, didn't he? I do remember that because I remember he, Yeah, I remember him giving that. Yeah, so And what, then so... and then you have a scene of uh of Gilgalad saying the speech and everyone is like He's like, he's like, uh, <laughs> silently. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that bit. I didn't get it, but because uh, like Gladwell was watching him speaking, it wasn't yeah. she or something like. Yeah, yeah, I didn't catch. I didn't get. I thought it was him, like just. Like I thought it was like a cool bantery <laughs> moment between him and Galadriel, but I didn't realize it was actually I mean, him mouthing the speech. That's even better. That's amazing. It is a bantering moment because she notices him doing it. Yes, well, yeah, but you know, but I, mean, I thought it was more like just uh, in between yeah. them. But that's um, I, I, attention to detail like that is great because that means that like that. I mean, obviously, you you watched the second episode twice, so you watched it one more time than me. Um, <laughs> but um, I thoroughly, I, I, I was thoroughly engrossed, so I think mm -hmm. I missed stuff like that a little bit, especially because I'm not like not that I'm, I mean, it's not hard to pick up that someone's. Uh, someone's writing a speech and then you know passing it off to someone. No, but I was but like, I, I was watching for it. I was well, watching for the yeah, details. So yeah, yeah. But, but that's really cool. Uh, I didn't realize yeah. that. I didn't realize that at all. That's really cool. 
But speaking of that conversation, because that was something that kind of passed me by, maybe you can illuminate it slightly. Um, when when that woman comes to um, Elrond and says to him, uh, "You're not invited to this, or you can't come to this meeting, or whatever," what 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 is that about? Because it says about Elven something or other. Elrond is half elf. Right, I thought as much, but I wasn't one hundred percent. Right, okay. Yeah, well, technically speaking, it's uh, it's a bit more complicated than, than that, but right. it's, uh, but he's considered the uh, half elf. Right, and he's in. I mean, I think he's in a bit of an awkward situation at uh, Galgalad's court, right. and obviously he's obviously he's a a person of some rank. Yes, but also. I mean, Gilgalad is from the side of uh, the Noldor that killed, that drove off Elrond's parents. Right. He's he's technically from that side of the family, right? Nice. So uh, he's, uh, I think he's descended. No, he's not descended from Feanor. He's he is not descended from Feanor, but he's uh, from like uh, uh, one of Feanor's half brothers, I think. Right. I, I can't remember which which, okay. uh, which one of the two. Anyway, but. The Noldor, the Noldor essentially drove off uh, Sofianor's sons, drove right, yeah, off yeah. Uh, Elrond's parents, and destroyed the city they were in and uh, killed one of, the, one of his brothers. But right. Elrond and Elros, so Elrond and his twin, were so young. Yeah. So one of these guys, Maglor, so the second son of Feanor, took them in and raised right. them. Okay. And eventually, I think they were passed on to... Uh, to dwell in the court of the High King. Right. But they're... I mean, they, they are orphans. They're, their parents have been driven away. Their yeah. inheritance has been basically... Yeah. Uh, basically lost. And, I mean, it's not like... The, it's, it's not that they're being fostered at the court of an enemy, but it's, it's not that. There, there is, there is a yeah. lot of love there, so it's not... It's not but it, but it, it is an awkward situation. Plus, yes. he's not, yeah. he's, but plus, he's not completely elf. Right, and there might be, and there might be a hint of prejudice in there. I think. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. So when they say, so when they say, they say elf lords only, they might mean only the only the royal house, or only the pure, only the pure blooded Noldor, or only or only high elves, like full blood, full blooded high elves. Right. But Uh there's there's definitely there's something there. There's something there. I, I, I find it interesting. I do. I do think it's interesting, though, that what they've done is, and it, it, it speaks to a few other points, is that like they they do they, they don't just they don't baby you through the story. And I do like that. I think you know you, you can perceive that this world has lived and has existed. I mean, not just the fact that we t- were told that Morgoth does, does this, that, and the other, and there's these things that happened. You've got like. Elrond is a good example of this generally like when he says says she's here like like, him and Galadriel obviously have this very extensive prior relationship like prior friendship but also him and Durin have the same thing right and that was so that was a very I mean it was an important part of the episode but we didn't I I don't know the backstory of that but like that moment where they're on the the elevator And like you can, there's a lot of perceived tension between them. But even though we don't know the exact full details of like their friendship mm-hmm. before, that scene mm-hmm. is still very, very interesting to watch because mm-hmm. it's, it it reminds you about elves and and how they are set apart from you know your human or your and dwarf or your etc. Yeah, just be, just because of how long they live. Yeah, exactly. And I think, and I think that scene really made me love Elrond because he was. Right. He was very, 
I want to say very human, but he's not. But I mean, no, he, but he, I know he, what you mean. He had a humanistic but approach so, to the situation. Yeah, uh, uh, humane, maybe it kind yeah. of the, the best. Like, like he had a very gentle, a very, a very kind, yeah. a very empathetic, a very empathetic yes. way of reacting there. Like yeah. he didn't get angry. He didn't. He didn't get defensive. He didn't get. Yeah. He immediately got to. When he saw how angry Jurin was, when he figured out, okay, he, he was a bit slow at figuring it out. But when yes. he did figure out what was going on, <laughs> when he did figure out what was going on, he didn't get defensive. He didn't get no. uh, didn't get angry. He didn't. He, he just just the fact that he he didn't even say immediately I'm sorry. He said congratulations. Yes, it's a, Which, it was it, it's that it was, thing again of like it was beautifully yeah. done. It was very like, like you said, it was humane or kind of like that kind of approach. Yeah. But like, but like the way he did it was elven. Like I could almost imagine, like, <laughs> like it's because it, congratulations is even quite formal. If you think about it, 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 like congratulations is like is like kind of a formal. How do I put it? What's the word? Like, um, <sighs> I, I don't know. Describe you. It's it's something you'd write almost in a like. It, it's a word you use in a letter or it's something you'd use you know if you were if you were like sending someone an email about that i know it sounds very weird mm -hmm. to say email in the same same sentence no, no, as elrond yeah, but you know what i mean I it's like it's not like also this it's very it's like cordial. I mean, yes well that's true they are they have been friends they have been friends like uh, they have known each other for like half a century like uh, like durin says but yeah it's also it's who they are i mean elrond elrond is essentially a prince even if even if for everyone it's complicated and yeah. there's always going to be that level there's going there's always going to be that uh layers to their yes. interactions they are because friends be, they've been yeah. friends they were friends i mean before the 20 year gap they were still they were friends they were yeah. like brothers but also they are who they are yes and who exactly. they are are yeah. diplomats and leaders of their respective people and yeah and there are layers yeah, I mean, and you, can that, feel those, and you can feel those layers. Yeah, yeah, and I, 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 I found it quite interesting. Mm -hmm. I, I think dwarf culture was really done well in this because it wasn't, mm -hmm. it wasn't loads. It wasn't thrown in your face like there wasn't like targets of meat mm -hmm. everywhere or anything stupid mm -hmm. like that. But it was just like literally there was these people all stood in a room. And then, like, they're all kind of, like, first of all, their appearances looked amazing. Like, some had, like, the metal ears and some had, like, other stuff. Mm -hmm. It was, like, crazy. But then, but then the competition that they actually do, like, it's, like, it's so dwarf. But it's, like, it just feels, it feels like you are, again, every time you go into, you know, mm -hmm. when you're in uh, Linden, mm -hmm. when you're in Khazad-dum, mm -hmm. you've got these senses of, like, these places are distinct. You know, these mm -hmm. places aren't just like, because I mean, like I say, again, a lot of fantasy, yes, they have different appearances for, you know, their elves, their dwarves, their, you know, their whatever else. Mm -hmm. the, the cultures kind of sort of seem to just kind of all of a sudden kind of like mm -hmm. mess into a big ball of like, they have nothing mm -hmm. interesting about them type thing. And I think, obviously, I mean, Tolkien has a good setting point anyway, because he was the first, essentially, um, to kind of do it in this way, mm -hmm. like with the dwarves and the elves, etc. and so on. But, like, I think Amazon, Amazon is, and the, the, you know, the directors behind this have definitely pulled that and just went, you know, we're going to make sure that this feels mm -hmm. like you're in a different place when you're in Khazad-dum mm -hmm. versus Linden versus the Southlands. Like even mm -hmm. even even like the Southlands, I actually I actually found very interesting because yeah. the accents. Now I know that's a very very mm -hmm. weird thing to say, but the accents was a really good way mm -hmm. of doing it because that 
kind of almost um i i couldn't <laughs> i can't name the accent but a very very english like you know kind of um accent i, I again i can't place it which is really bad because i'm from england yikes um but like I'm, I'm i'm french so you know i'm not going to i'm french i don't know yet. yeah but like, it was very interesting <laughs> and, and, and on certain words it was very like oh that yeah. you, you get again you get this sense of like you're in a different place versus <laughs> like the uh, highly pronounced um elven way of speaking like the kind of like distinct pronunciation it, and then like it's also it's also the expressions the expressions like yes like uh, having some uh, you have you have sandstone in your brannets yes or, or just having, yes uh, that was a great ones, one we're the ones wielding the long uh, the long side of the hammer you get but you get what they mean oh, and there's implied history there as well go ahead, go ahead. i don't know if we're going to have time to talk about them but the, the hobbits let's let's move on the half words let's do it now let's let's do it now let's move on the half words we'll do it now let's do it let's do it very you were talking about accents and cultures and whatnot yeah. and oh my yeah. god they are so distinct they are so yes they are perfect well what they i find very interesting yeah what i find very interesting about them is that despite you you can tell they're proto hobbits like you said they're kind of like hobbits before hobbits type thing but like <laughs> the way they've done them makes them feel very distinct to hobbits even still even though they have a very similar kind of let's not interfere with the mm -hmm. world type thing mm -hmm. but they feel distinct in their own way because mm -hmm. of like uh, what the, the first scene you're introduced to them and their house their stuff just pops <laughs> up amazing very fun very fun i loved it i thought it was great and you can see and you can see how one grows into the other yes how, like yeah. at, this, at this point in time apparently they're nomadic yeah, they seem to be traveling. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they seem they seem to be traveling. So and eventually yeah. they will settle down. They will settle down and build their houses and not move again much. Yeah. But uh, it seems like uh, it seems like they're. Oh my god, the visuals in this! Like I, I could I could yeah. go on and on. It's amazing how well they were done and how well they fit together. Yeah. They have a whole mix of ethnicities and they all yes. fit together perfectly. It's amazing. Yeah. But I think outfit has a lot I mean, to do with that, right? Like outfits, the, yeah. the, the outfits were really fun. I mean, uh, it's Poppy and Nori, right? The, mm -hmm. the, main, the main two um, yeah. girls. Uh, yeah. and, but their outfits, I mean, they're just so, so much detailing on it to make it look very, um, very, it's eclectic. Mm -hmm. it's, it, it feels not yeah. not nomadic in the sense of like when you when you hear nomad mm -hmm. the first time you think very mm -hmm. very like you know mm -hmm. um desert kind of vibes mm -hmm. right but mm -hmm. this is obviously the very much the opposite of that I, I i i it does feel nomadic still it does feel nomadic everything they're wearing kind of feels very uh, i mean even for example when she says mm -hmm. oh our lanterns they're made with like fireflies fireflies it, like just little things like that it's like brilliant it's I, like it's it's amazing and it's also yeah. it's just there's a quality to it to it i, I don't know if it's makeup or if it's outfit right. or yeah, if yeah. it's uh but like the elves and even men to an extent are pretty yes yeah like um what's her name bronwyn bronwyn yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yes. The, 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 mean, the, the, the one from the village yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yes the, the the healer yes she's I mean, she's uh, she's more weathered than the elves, but she's still she's still pretty, like conventional. Yes. Pretty, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. The hobbits, none of them, none of them yeah. have that conventional that conventional Hollywood style pretty no, yeah. quality to them. And every single time I saw them on screen, I wanted to pause and draw them <laughs> because they are so amazingly <laughs> they impressive. Are. They there's are a lot amazing. Of, there's, a, there's a lot of character there. 
there's so much character. They are amazing. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, they were the, like, uh, yeah. So it's not it's not conventional aesthetics, but oh my god, they are beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. Uh, well, it comes back to the idea of culture, right? It shows culture yes. as something other. It shows it, it, the idea that I mean, we have four storylines in this, right? We have we have your storyline mm -hmm. where you've got the, the dwarves, you've got the elves, mm -hmm. you've got the the humans, and you've got the halfwits, right? You've got mm -hmm. these four different kind yeah. of, for want of a better word, uh, like races, which isn't true because you know in mm -hmm. certain places you've got elves mm -hmm. still, as you know, etc. But yes, you've got yes. these four different races with their different storylines, and yet, and, and they all feel even though they're connected and they're all starting to connect especially by the end of the second episode they're like they all feel distinct you you <laughs> feel you, you don't get confused about where you are like yes you might not remember mm -hmm. the name like uh, the southlands i wasn't quite picking up i know it sounds stupid because it's a very yeah. easy name but it wasn't coming mm -hmm. into my head as quickly um but like you knew where you were when you were in the southlands versus when you were in mm -hmm. Casadium versus mm -hmm. when you were in because yeah. every place looks different you know uh, I, I think, think a lot even a lot, even among the elves even, even among the elves yeah. i think i mean we haven't seen much of eregion right uh that's the city of the of the craftsmen oh so right, we haven't yeah, seen yeah, yeah. much of eregion but i think I, I think it's going to look like the little bits we've seen it's going to look very different from lindon probably you'd like to think so because it, uh, it needs to distinct yeah. it, it needs to be distinct yeah because everything mm. everything you do in a show like this is when you've got so many moving pieces i mean how, how many characters that are main characters yeah. in this you know you've got you've got um elrond you've got galadriel you've got uh mm. arendar i keep forgetting his name is Ar 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 arendir arendir um you've got Bron yeah. bronwyn and her son theo who has mm -hmm. that sword by the way who has that sword? That's, that's that's absolutely not going to be drama. Nope. <laughs> Everything will be fine. And then you've got Durin, who I don't know if he's going to be a main character or more kind of a, like a recurring character, but still. And then you've got like, um, you've got the half foot, so you've got um, Nori, and you've got um, kind of Poppy. She's she's relatively, she's a decent bit yeah. there. But then that's... also you've got the stranger. Probably an elf. Do you think? I mean, uh, I'm not sure because because lore wise, book wise, he doesn't show up until the third age. Right. So he's oh, not supposed so to. Kind of, so, right, not okay. so he's not supposed to be here by now. None of the Istari are supposed to be here by now. Right. But, but I mean, who else is going to show up in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, yeah. in a meteorite? Yeah. Plus, there are there are small hints. Right. Uh, Gandalf always had a strong relationship with hobbits. Right. For one, and for another, uh, the fireflies. You see right. him whispering. You see him whispering to the fireflies, yeah. and that should be reminiscent to the scene in uh, the Lord of the Rings when he's stuck on Saruman's tower. And how uh, does he get out? He whispers. He whispers to a moth to carry a message for him. Right. Right. Do you remember this? Yeah. Yes, I do. do. Now that you said yeah, it. Yeah. Now that you said it, it's coming back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So wow. I don't know. These so you, two, so, I mean, so you do. You do think it's Gandalf? Then do you think? I think it's Gandalf. I think they. I think, I think it's it kind of has to be right. They, it, it looks very Gandalf. Like I mean, who is going? I mean, who is going to show up in a in a meteorite? Yeah, it's not I mean, going to be an elf. It, yeah, it can't be an elf. Can't be a man. And if it's a Maiar, so one of the one, one of the high order of uh, like beings. Right. Yeah. So if it's a Maiar, if it's a Maiar, I mean, it's gonna be one of the Istari, So the five wizards. Right. Yeah. 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 
unless unless they're they're completely making making stuff uh, up that uh, that we haven't seen before. Well, that's the thing. Possible, that's but... the thing you never know for certain, do you? Because the thing is, yeah. when you're dealing with an adaptation, yeah. yes. I mean, for example, yeah. The Witcher does this a lot. The Witcher Witcher season two started yeah. very similarish to the books, and then by the end, it was just yeah. wasn't comparable to the books at all. Like it's so mm. out there, it's like it, they've mm. changed the, the story so much. Like season one was very comparable. Season two just went bam. Let's just mm. like throw this book out the window. Yeah. Which was very bad. I didn't quite like it. Um, I, I, how do I do it? I appreciate what the show was, but I didn't like that they just kind of went back to the source material, you know. Um, but 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 I I think that's the thing. One very real thing when you're dealing with this is that like you can very much just kind of go. They can throw it out the window at any point. It, they can go. We like it up to here, and then scrap the rest. You know what I mean? But no, I, I do think I thought it, it did. It did smack of Gandalf. But like, I was just, I was just kind of interested to see if there was any other potentials that it could be because I think I, th I thought when I was watching it, I thought, is it because like it could be a very easy subversion, like if you wanted to. But I don't think I, I think mean... they're probably doing it. I think they're probably doing it because I mean, everyone would want Gandalf, yeah, right? I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's, it's either it's either Gandalf or Saruman or Renegast. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, the true. other two, I think the I think the other I, I think there were five Istari and the other two are like twins or something, and we don't see them. Right. Oh, and, interesting. I, I think and when I say Renegast, I think we only saw him in the Hobbits movies. Like I can't remember if he's in the books. Yeah. yeah. We get their names at one point. We get their names. Like there's a. Saruman, there's Gandalf, who is the grey, Radagast, the brown, and the other two are blues, I think. Right. But we never see them, so we never really see them. We don't know what they're doing. It could be one of them, but I can't imagine that it's not one of the five wizards. No, yeah, yeah. It does make sense. It seems from that, he's very much that kind of character, so to speak. Who's going to show up in a meteorite? Yeah, I mean, that was a very visually stunning scene, by the way, when it went through all the... It can't be Sauron. It's not. It's not right. I mean, Sauron is the Sauron is a, of the same race yeah. as uh, Gandalf, as uh, yeah. Radagast, etc. So they're all Maiar. Yeah. And at one point, Sauron does take on uh, human elven form right. and interact. But at that point in the story, Sauron, if we see him, is going to be pretty. I, do th I, I think, interestingly yeah. enough, I do think, I, 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 speaking on that, I, this is like pulling from a, a memory. I do mm -hmm. think that there was a, was a character that we haven't seen yet that was shown. It was like a, like a few stills from the show. I do think there was this character mm -hmm. who people were kind of supposing, oh, it's this kind of mysterious, like you say, elven kind mm -hmm. of character. Could that yeah. be? And so maybe that's where, you know, we'll, we'll see... Sauron down the mm. line, but yeah, no, I, I think I think it's personally Gandalf, but I, whether or not they change mm. that, whether or not they do something weird with it, who knows? Yeah. Um, but no, I, I'm very, I, I, no, 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 go ahead, please. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what you were going to say. Um, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very happy with with um mm. with the show so far. I think it, it very um. Mm. It, it sounds weird to say this after we've just gushed for up for. Uh, gushed over it for an hour but i think um i think it's very it was it was a very good opening but it's a very um i think the, the stuff is just started to happen at the end of season uh, the episode is the end of season the, uh, uh, the end of episode two is when things are just starting to happen i think very much episode one episode two were a lot of setting um which is not bad but i yeah, think sort of. mm -hmm. 
I think you're starting to. I mean, uh, the, you you know things are starting to get bad. Like what I was saying, when Theo <laughs> bleeds on the sword, and the sword just. <laughs> And you're not right. Okay, yeah. now things are getting bad. Like that was like the, that was the turn. Well, I mean, apart from the fact that there was like you know, um, uh, orc that comes up shooting up from the, that was that was a menacing scene. By the way, really well done. I lo loved it. Very fun. Very fun. Hmm. I loved it. Bronwyn, Bronwyn, just slamming that orc's head on the yes. table. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> I, I, why? It, it's interesting, right? Because I think yeah. the thing is, what what I, I hate this trope in shows because it happens quite often. I know it's to build tension, especially because when you have like ten mm. episodes to to complete, you have to have some kind of disbelief. But when mm -hmm. characters are disbelieved constantly, it is so draining. So it was so nice for her to just go fuck you and just bam there you go there's your proof there's your fucking proof that was very very good but no one thing i will say i'm not i'm more invested as of yet in the characters that have already been i know i mean I'm, this is obviously natural but the characters mm -hmm. who have already been established you know galadriel elrond yeah. um somewhat durin like those characters right mm -hmm. like I think I'm more interest, interested in them at the moment, but I do think that the characters who we get, we, we've got, aside from that, especially the Harfoots, like you say, have a very mm -hmm. interesting dynamic, and I do think mm -hmm. that they're going to build it to something that everyone will be like, mm -hmm. these characters are great. I, do th I don't think there's anything I, that... We're going to have a bit of an issue with that, actually. I mean, depending, right. I mean we, we are going to have a bit of an mm -hmm. issue, but depending on how far they're planning to take the series in terms of like yeah. in-universe timeline, yeah. Uh, humans, hobbits, and dwarves, they don't last that long compared to elves. <laughs> that is true. That's true. I mean, uh, you're going to have to basically have it over. You can't really go much more than what? If you do too big of a time skip, most of these characters are dead. <laughs> yes. So we're going to have, at, at, at some point, at some point, this is going to be an issue, I think. I mean, they have yeah. five seasons planned. Right. Uh huh. And five seasons, I, I, and there's like two thousand years in the second age. Right. I mean, so, there's actually there's actually more there's actually more than two thousand years. There's a uh, let me check. I had a reference for this thing. There's like thirty five hundred years total. Right. Uh -huh. But if they're if they're now starting to forge the rings, uh -huh. they're already they're already like uh, a good third of the way in. Right. So you have about two thousand years of history. Yeah. Until they get to until they get to the last alliance of elves and men, which is where which is where Lord of the Rings picks up, like the intro right. to the Lord yeah, of the Rings. Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. Uh, the, the 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 fight with Sauron. Yeah. So if they yeah. I mean, there are many fights with Sauron, but like the last one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know yeah. you, you yeah, knew yeah. what I meant. You knew what I meant. <laughs> yes, I did. I you did, you I did. just I'm have sorry. to be pedantic. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that what you have me here? Come on. Yes, I'm true. I'm supposed to be. I'm no, supposed to be. You're, you're, my, you're my fact che checker. <laughs> fact checker. I can speak. Um, but no, so, so I mean, I, I, yeah, I, uh, the, the, so, only thing, the only thing that I can think of them doing, very similar to what <laughs> you've just said in terms of they've kind of pushed the kind of Gandalf thing <laughs> early. <laughs> is they might kind of like stipend it into kind of basically being yes in terms of what Tolkien did it was over you know thousands of years or whatever but maybe in terms of what they do for the show it's actually kind of yeah. smushed it might be like maybe. over you know so a, think, a, 20 years or something be, I don't know. It, it, it would be, be interesting if they actually try to stretch it out I mean they have five seasons so then there's maybe be. there's time and I mean there's there's areas where you can yeah. push it together and there's areas where you can't because you just can't yeah like Numenor for instance Numenor right. is a big 
arts, I mean, again, I have no idea how much they're going to show it, but I think they yeah. will show it because from a tiny hint at the end of like uh, episode two, I think, I really think it's uh, Galadriel is being picked up by a guy from Numenor. Right. Like yeah, a ship yeah, from yeah. Numenor. So I think, mm-hmm. I think they're going to show Numenor and uh, Numenor, the passage of time on Numenor is relevant. Numenor is human, is, is, uh, is a line of human kings. Right. And, and the fact that they fear death, that they resent, that they right. don't live forever, etc., etc., is very relevant to right. eventually their, their, their like to, to the stuff that happens to them. Right. Okay. So, so it needs to kind of play out type thing. And the succession of kings and queens on Numenor is yeah. relevant. Like you can't condense. Yeah. You can't condense that. No. So well, like, what would be interesting? Sorry, what I was mm-hmm. going to say is what would be interesting is if, I mean, for example, I, I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I know that House of the Dragon at the moment, for example, um, they yeah. are halfway through the season, season um, removing their children, the children characters, and they're bringing in adult versions of the actors to, to time skip, basically. Mm-hmm. I think what could be interesting is if they do one or two seasons with the characters that they have now and do kind of what The Crown does this, actually, um, yeah. which is a totally different type of show, but The Crown changes yeah. Actors every two seasons and what mm. they do is they get a full set of new actors to play the roles now obviously i'm not saying that that necessarily happens to has to happen with galadriel and you know um elrond because they're, they're elves no, right with the humans, but, but with the, with the like humans have, you could do it that way like we we we, we have uh, i knew i knew her name ten, five minutes ago ten minutes ago <laughs> Uh, Bronwyn? Is that who you mean? Yes, Bronwyn. Yeah. Yes, I, I was thinking, it's funny because even though you say that, I know for a fact that you, you, it, it, you know how we were saying about Tolkien only having a certain amount of female characters? There's still only like four in this show that are, that are like main characters. Like. Yes. <laughs> Bronwyn, so, go on. Bronwyn, yes. Bronwyn might, Bronwyn might uh, age through the season and then yeah. we won't see her again. And then yeah. maybe next season it's it's going to be her kid who's going to be alone. Yes, you never maybe. know. Yeah, and also, you never it's, know. I mean, this is also relevant because they're they're giving us a romance between an elf and a, and a human. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the fact and the fact that humans don't last long is very very relevant to that. Yeah. 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 So, That's, uh, like it's 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 gonna come up. It's going to come it, up. It, I, I it has to. Yeah. It, and they put the emphasis on this with Durin as well, with Durin yes. and Elrond. Yeah, like I think this is going to be this is going to be a recurring theme of the series. Well, I mean, again, it, um, well, yeah. yeah, Galadriel and Halbrand had that conversation as well. Like I was saying about her <laughs> having all these people, his life wouldn't last that long if she said all the names yeah. she knew. So there's there's yeah. definitely like the passage of time is very important in the show as a theme. Um, yeah. So I don't think it, they're going to condense. Yeah, I don't think they're going I, to I, condense. I, the I, I, don't, I, I hope they don't. Yeah, I hope they don't. But the thing is, what you find with stores very a lot of the time is they'll they, they will set out to do one thing and then very much realize that they can't do that actually, and so plans change. I I I, I hope not, but I would I would I'd like to see something similar to like again, like I say, the how the crown does it, where they change actors after two seasons for certain key roles. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I say, elves can say pretty much the same, but um, you know, if if you yeah, want to, they'll change. They'll have to change characters. Yeah. 
But yeah, have to. If they're dealing with something that's 20 years later, they're going to have to. It's as simple, it's as, simple as that. Um, I mean, either they'll, either they'll or, do, or the, they'll do a, a lot of work with makeup and CGI. That was going to say, yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. Page, I mean, over the course could... of the same season, maybe, but then afterwards, like from a season to another, you're going to see, you're going to see several generations of humans. I think, I, I think yeah. it's going to have to be. I think you, you have to at some point, just otherwise it's not yeah. going to work. Um, mm -hmm. But on overall, my general consensus, I'll, 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 mm -hmm. I'll kind of, I'll go out there and say I was very impressed. Like for for something that I'm not 100% into, mm -hmm. I was like, oh wow, this is really interesting. The, all these characters that were kind of coming up, I didn't feel lost, and I think that's one thing that's very important. Despite all mm -hmm. the stuff that's going on, you don't feel lost that much. You you, you feel intrigued. You feel intrigued, which is a different thing. Because a lot of people will say, oh, well, why is he saying that? But that nothing comes out of that. Well, it's because that's the world you're living in. You know, Lord mm -hmm. of the Rings has always been expansive. You know, Hobbit, you know, Silmarillion, everything. I, I know, even not having read it, that it is expansive. There's mm -hmm. a lot there. Um, just because, like, you, you can literally go on a wiki and look for two minutes, and you're absolutely, you're absolutely delving into the depths of, like, a million different characters that you just don't even know Absolutely. about. So, like, it, it's that kind of world. It's not like you're... Um, I'm not saying that Star Wars is a lot more, you know, plain, but, like, it, it's not like your Star Wars where you can go in and kind of relatively know Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. you've got, then you've got your characters and you're done, right? It's not mm -hmm. like that. It's not like, it, it's, uh, it's not like Marvel where you've got your Captain America, Iron Man, done, like, kind of thing. You've got a lot of characters mm -hmm. that are, like, built around every other character and there's a lot of things going mm -hmm. on. Um, so at that point, you're always going to be a little bit like inquisitive mm -hmm. or curious or not 100% sure. And I think that's okay. If you can sit in that unsurety and just enjoy it, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's the main thing, right? Like if you can sit, you don't need to know the answer to every question. Because the thing is, a lot of the, lot of the rings, like you say, and, and like, again, Hobbit, et cetera, et cetera, is so big. <laughs> is so big that you can't possibly know all of the law. I mean, some people will, but like you can't possibly know all of it off the top of your head, right? Like it would be, it would be no, near impossible. It would yeah. be near impossible. And, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, and I think that's what this show does well is that it just says, go with us. And it, it kind of goes back to actually our first point about the start, just go with us. And like about the, the Morgoth, the all that type of stuff, it actually does just say, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about 3,000 years of history or whatever, and then we'll just, we'll just kind of dive in. We'll kind of dive in. But um, so that's they my kind of... They just kind of dive in and it works. They yeah. just, they, yeah, yeah, they kind of dive in and, and it works and you're able to, and you're able to follow, to, to, to follow the story and what's happening. Plus yeah. also it's, I mean, you are you have two episodes out out of a series that's going to yeah. be uh, uh five seasons long yes. so there there is time there is time there's for us lots to of time there's to, lots to, of time to, 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 to discover yeah. i don't uh, even know how many episodes they're doing do you know how many episodes they're doing per season i think it's eight eight or ten Pro it's probably it's usually around there isn't it how many episodes yeah. i'm gonna look this up quick how many episodes in rings of power and they knew i was going to talk about it because uh, google's giving me a literal search of two thanks google Thanks, Google. I wasn't asking for, for you know, literally the, really, eight episodes. Eight episodes, you're eight, right. Yeah. Eight. So, eight, so eight we're episodes, a quarter in right to the first season right now. So, like, yeah. 40 episodes we're going to get the by the end. seasons out of, yeah, out of, uh, out of five seasons. I mean, there's, yeah. there's room. I mean, that depends there's also if, they, for example, for, for season two, they might say, oh, actually, we want to expand to 10 episodes, mm -hmm. for example. You never know. So, mm -hmm. uh, minimum 40 at the moment, that type of thing. But uh, no, yeah. so that's my kind of opinion. I'd say I'd say a solid eight. I think a solid eight. I think it's mm -hmm. a really good show. I think there's a, there's like, like I said, there's a few bits where I'm unsure. So, I think I, that tapers my enjoyment mm -hmm. slightly. But it's my fault, not the show's, if you know what I mean. So, that's why I'd give it an eight. 
Whereas what would you, what, what do you think? What, what's your kind of final verdict, so to speak? I think an eight or a nine as well. There's a few, yeah. there's a few things that take me a bit out of it. Yeah. But, but, but they're more, they're less to do with how they chose to adapt the story and more to do with like actual cinematic things. Like for instance, yes. like I mentioned the CGI, the CGI thing and stuff. Like sometimes it's super yeah. and it takes me out of it. And you're like, whoa, there's yeah, a yeah, few, yeah. Yeah, there's a few small details like uh, Finrod's speech to Galadriel about the uh -huh. ship and the light and whatnot. I mean, I, I, found, I found the metaphor was fun. But it's, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. uh, it's, not, it's nothing to do with how they... I don't mind what they're doing with the story. I don't, I don't mind what no, they're doing with yeah. the LGL. If if the if the guy in the in the meteorites turns out to be Gandalf and he's uh, three thousand years too early, I don't mind. <laughs> Rather be three thousand like three thousand years early I than don't mind, late. Uh, I don't mind all of the changes they've made so far, yeah. of which there have been a few. I don't mind. Yes. I don't mind that we haven't seen Gadriel's husband so far, and where the hell is he? Right. I don't mind that. Uh, I I don't mind. It's fine. You yeah. know. It's uh, it's the tiny it's the tiny details of like it's uh, like uh, that metaphor was clumsy. Some of the CGI yes. is a bit too big. It's yeah. like the the romance between uh, Arondir and Bronwyn seems a bit uh, awkward so far. Yeah, it was slightly forced. Do you, do you think? Slightly. Uh, I mean, contrived. I guess, uh, maybe uh, I think it's because I think it's because you know when, when you look at the Lord of the Rings, like the movies yeah. and the books. They take forever to get anywhere. Like, Tolkien <laughs> takes his time. Tolkien takes his time to get yeah. started. You take, yeah. you take forever to even leave the Shire, right? Yes, yeah. And so if you're, if you're expecting that sort of pace... Go elsewhere. Uh, to, be dropped, <laughs> to be dropped immediately into, oh yeah, we, uh, this is a star-crossed romance and it's been going yeah. on. And you don't see the meeting. You don't see them... Uh, yes. You don't see. It's not like Aragorn and Arwen where, where they meet off screen, but but like the idea of oh yes, there is a romance. There's a romance yeah. between them is introduced slowly. It's like bang, you're there. The first scene with them, and you already like you're, you're already dropped into it. There's a romance, and everybody knows about yeah. it. It's like this. Yeah. So maybe it's because it's that fast, whereas everything else is yeah. slow, or you're expecting slow. Maybe it's a bit contrived. Maybe it's because yeah. uh, Arondir is playing the very very stoic elf. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So doing it very he, well, actually. He's doing it very well. Yeah. But very, very stoic elf does yeah. not exactly scream, scream uh, romantic. Uh, no, no, it's uh, yeah, to me. So no. So maybe it's maybe it's, maybe it's just that they're both new characters, and we uh, and so I don't have the weight of you know. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's different. So it's different. It just, yeah. It could, it could just be that. So I it might be time. Uh, yeah, it might simply be it time. Might, it, might, it might just be time. So I, I don't really have much to be angry to, to kind of gripe about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the same. <laughs> I I, I, yeah. Like I say, it, it's very different. Like if we were sat here talking <laughs> about, you know, the next Star Wars show or something like that, I might be like, I don't like this. I don't like that. Not necessarily. Because I, I, I try, I try and be, I try and be nice yeah. about things. I try and have. Yeah. That's the whole point of this podcast is to discuss things yeah. kind of on a level. Say, oh, well, that wasn't that good, but this was, you know, but 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 like for Star Wars, where I'm more invested, mm. I could see myself being a little bit more nitpicky. Whereas like when, no, when no. I'm giving. When I'm giving something like Lord of the Rings, I just jump in. I go, "Yeah, let's see what happens." Kind yeah, of thing. I'm, I'm invested. I'm invested. But then yeah. again, maybe I'm just maybe I just tend to be a good audience. Like it's it's like the the Wheel of Time show that came up last year. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I mean, I read I read all of these books when I was a kid. Right. It was basically these were the books that taught me English, essentially. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they had no translation, and I wanted to read them. Yeah. So. Uh, so I am very invested in the Wheel of Time, and I was very invested in having a show. And I think a lot of people hated it. <laughs> I didn't. 
I did not. I yeah. enjoyed it. They well, made they made a lot of changes. Yeah. They made a lot of changes to the story, and some of them I yeah. did not necessarily agree with, but I still mm-hmm. enjoyed watching the show. Well, that, that's so the, I guess well, maybe that, I'm just. You're just I'm, a good audience I'm, I'm for it. Audience. Yeah, I, I, but I, I'm an easy I think audience. I, I, I think the thing is as well because we're, mm. um, we I, I think you know when you're in a certain mindset about how mm. stories unfold and how you deal with story and how you you know mm. read story or you understand that like for example there Tolkien himself revises stuff right so or, or revised <laughs> he's dead but you know what I mean? he, he revises oh, stuff. Yes. Yes, yeah. So yes, like, I, I feel like yeah. nothing. A lot of people go like the whole route of this. This ruins this, and it doesn't. It doesn't because what it does is it allows you an alternative, enjoyable mm-hmm. experience, and then you can go either, yeah, I really like that. That's what I like, mm-hmm. or you can go, yeah, I don't like that. And but that's the whole point of this. That's the whole point mm-hmm. of this discussion because it's about it's about us saying, you know, we can sit here and say, yeah, the show is great, and then you can say, nah, I didn't like that CGI, like mm-hmm. that that. That's okay. I think a lot, uh, th- that's what I come back to every time when we, we do this podcast. That's the point is yeah. that like a lot of people just go bad or good. And that's it. That's it. They, they can't, they don't want to go beyond that. They want to just say, this is crap. This is good. Or, and that's it. And I hate that because I think everything to a, to a degree, I'm not saying everything because some things will be just bad, like just out, out and out bad or out and out good, right? But a lot of things have stuff that you can you can critique. Like for example, I think everyone's pretty much hyped up, again, I'm going to go back to Star Wars again because it's my easiest analogy. Everyone's hyped up for Andor right now. And I think Andor is going to be really fun. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to, visually it looks stunning. I think it's going to be a very interesting story. Now, if it comes to episode three and they do something I really hate, I'll still say that was bad. Like, I, I will still say that because that's just who I am and what I want this podcast to be, right? And I think I think you're, you're kind of equally willing to take stuff as it is from what I'm hearing is that you're equally willing to just take stuff as it is and then say whether you don't like it or not. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's the best way to be about these things because... You know, at the end of the day, what's the point in... Mm. Imagine if we sat here for an hour today getting angry about Rings of Power. Like, what does that achieve? That, you sounds, know? that sounds exhausting, honestly. Exactly. Yeah, it does. It really does. But there are people out there who are like that. And I, I, that's what I'm. That's why I do this podcast to kind of counteract that in a little... Just in my own little <laughs> rebellious way. But honestly, mm. I, I've really enjoyed this talk. Um... Chloe, thank you so much for joining me. It's been amazing. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me. I've no, never done I, I, this before, and it was a lot less stressful than I expected. You, it, it, it's a talk with a friend. That's what it is. I, I, you, <laughs> once you get once you get into it, you forget the, the camera or anything like that, and you just talk about your enjoyments. And I really like that. I think that's what I really enjoy about this. But what I will say is I would like to... I, obviously, I don't know what plans will be at this very moment, but I would like to have you on again. Maybe when when the, the, the season one's finished or something like that i would love to depending on where things lie etc uh, i would love to have you back on um and i'm i'm really excited about um about more rings of power i would yes. love to be here again and i will and anyway even if i'm not here again i know we're going to we're going to be talking about this oh we're definitely going to talk about it yeah regardless of whether you come on here or not we're like but anyway we're going so, to be talking about this. yeah yeah definitely because there's a lot to discuss right. and I, I i'm very i'm very very um i'm very very excited mm-hmm. thank you so much Chloe. thank you so much everyone who is listening slash watching slash wherever else you're consuming my media i'm peralta this has been chloe thank you guys i'll see you later